Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells and we are having another great day today. What a wonderful topic I have for you today, forgiveness. And it's easily to talk about the forgiveness that Yeshua gives us and I'm sure we may get to that. But I want to talk a little deeper. You know, as, as I'm teaching you how to go into the up here, go into the other side of the veil, you want to build the proper framework in your body, your soul, and your spirit, and your mental ascent and spiritual ascent in your consciousness of a framework to be able to house the glory, the revelation, the instructions, the blueprints, the scroll that Yahweh has for you, and also allow the healing power of the Holy Ghost by the blood of the Lamb to go into the depths of your soul, the depths of the fiber of your DNA makeup, the depths of your cells in your body that will relieve you of the smallest to the greatest traumas that happens in your life, and there are many. Most of them are unknown, but there's many traumas in people's life from the simplest thing is little Johnny didn't get the Christmas toy he wanted, and it's easy to say, just go ahead and grow up, um, but it doesn't always work like that. You know, there's an old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. That saying is actually very incorrect. Like most of the religious stuff that we learn along the way, it has a sign of truth, but not the full truth. Because the truth of the matter is, if someone has spoken evil of you, it can damage you. And if you don't deal with it, and I don't mean deal with it, be mad at the person. Don't deal with it in the format of dealing with how you really feel about it. And that you forgive them as well as forgive yourself during that process. It can cause a trauma that, that actually will affect the way you treat people, affect your personality. But the most important thing will affect how you think you receive from God, how you receive from God, and how much you think you can receive from God, all on a subconscious level. Yes, some of it can be on a conscious level, but most of it is on a subconscious level. And, you know, so I'm over here engaging and preaching and teaching you to live on out of Zion, living on the other side of the of the realm of God through the blood of Jesus. But you got to remember that's a bi-dimensional experience. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is nigh thee, even in your mouth, and that you live in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God's in you. Even Yeshua was like, hey, listen, this is not my kingdom. But now he wasn't saying this is not my kingdom like he didn't care about the world. What he was saying is I live in the prefix of another dimension the rules and regulations of another dimension, the authority and responsibility of another dimension, but I house that in another dimension, but I fully function from heaven into earth. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And so therefore, when we go into the heavenly realm, this is as simple as praying in the spirit, because when you pray in the Spirit, that's right, pray in tongues, you are praying out the mysteries of God. The Bible says this plainly. When you ask Jesus to forgive you of your sin and you receive him as Lord and Savior, you become a new creature. Your spirit man is activated and reinstated in the wholeness and the righteousness and the holiness of what it was when it got here as it was when it was created in the heavens when he knew you, knew he had a plan for you and called you to great things. It's reinstated. You are no longer under the law of sin and death. You are under the law of liberty and life and life 
and light in righteousness through the blood covenant of Jesus. So you have made a dimensional shift. So you're dwelling in two dimensions. Actually, more than that, but we'll just deal with two right now. You're dwelling in two dimensions, spirit, man, and the flesh. But that which is in spirit, for it to be adequate to the earth, for it to be worthwhile to you, you want to build it up, your framework, that you can house it and fully function. And I can tell you that forgiveness is important. To, for you, more so for you than for anybody else. Sometimes it's the easiest and hardest thing to do because we'll say, I forgive you. Oh, I love you. You're forgiven. But it leaves a traumatic mark in the way we respond to that person or many people or that situation or many situations. So even though we've said we're forgiven, we haven't went and got it dealt with and cleaned out and emotionally healed. See, God wants to emotionally heal you. And so to emotionally heal you, you have to deal with forgiveness or unforgiveness. You know, you, you, you just gotta, you know, it's like this. It's, I know it's hard sometimes. I can't tell you in the ministry how many people I've been wronged by, misjudged by, accused by, and all the other crazy things that go on with ministry. Because everybody has an idea about what you're saying. Everybody has an idea what you're preaching. Everybody has an idea of what you should do or shouldn't do as a preacher. So everybody wants to give you that idea. <laughs> and sometimes those ideas, which are most of the time wrong, are hurt, right? So, but you can't take that on. You have to forgive. I love what it says in Psalms 86.5. It says, for you, Yahweh, and he is our great example, you are good, I love this. Oh, she caught up a high. He's so good. Oh, every time I think about God's good, I see him as goodness. It's the backrest of his throne. And he lays his back back into goodness. And he rests in goodness on my behalf as he sits in grace and sits in mercy on my behalf that he may have communion and relationship with me. Now that's forgiveness. He sacrifices his own deity of righteousness and holiness that I could never live up to no matter what my best is. The Bible says it says filthy rags. That doesn't mean I don't want to live my best, but on the same hand, I'm just saying at my best, it doesn't equate to be holy to get into his face. So he submits himself unto the unrighteousness and the candor of my flesh that he may dwell with me by covering me by his holiness, his righteousness, his blood, because he gives me true forgiveness. That's why it says in Psalms 86, 5, for you, O Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. Come on. Come on. I love this. Psalms 103, 3, who forgives all your iniquities and whose heals all your diseases. I want to tell you why those go together, because when you don't forgive, whether yourself, a lot of times we have a hard time forgiving ourselves. And I am not telling you, you're not saying I forgive myself. And I'm not telling you, you're not saying to Job, whoever, I've forgiven you and you're just hanging out with them and everything seems fine. But it's that internal, it's down to the depth of it. It's down to the depth of it, how we really forgive, because, you know, uh, I've met people, I've counseled people, and they'll be like, oh, you know, uh, they came out of a bad marriage, and then they're like, oh, you know, I'll never let that happen again, or they came out of a bad job, oh, I'll never let that happen again. And I'm not saying they're not using wisdom by saying I won't let that happen again, but most of the time, that's out of distrust and out of unforgiveness of a trauma, because the trauma of the pain uh, has, has never left. 
And Yahweh wants to heal that by the blood of Yeshua. He wants to judge it to light and life and love by the blood of Yeshua that you can go on because unforgiveness inside of you can cause diseases. Now, this is science. This is not just scripture. Though scripture is better than science, but this is science. You, you, you can speak negative to someone, you'll crush them. And they'll be broken. And if they don't go in and get forgiveness on you and then deal with all that junk that was given to them and they were right and you're wrong, but they still got to forgive you and then forgive themselves for holding it, they won't grow. It will stunt their growth and could cause diseases because that's how we're made. That's how our, our body, our soul made. That's why it's so good to dwell in the mercy of Yahweh. It's so good to be dwelling in the mercy of Yahweh. So why? Because of the fact I dwell in his mercy that I may give others mercy. Is it always easy? No. Nah, it's not always easy. Does that mean I need to run and say, do it to me again? Of course not. Come on, don't. The Lord didn't say throw away wisdom. But he says, I want to heal you of your iniquity, of your sins, of your transgressions, of your pain, of your diseases, of your sicknesses, of your infirmities that can come out of emotional traumas, even if they don't show up as sickness, what they will show up is the way we don't handle people or we're not as free to be us. We're not free to be us. We have all these walls up between people. I know people right now that I've counseled and talked to and I'm telling you, they have so many walls up, they can't even enjoy life. And they are beautiful people. But they can't enjoy life because they won't go deal with the trauma of what's holding them to that trauma. Is a wall that's probably based in unforgiveness, though they're saying they forgave. But that wall of protection is keeping that problem out from hurting them is also keeping the love of other people from getting in. That's why these things need to be healed. And Jesus wants to heal you by the Holy Spirit. You know, I've been teaching this to people for a while now. I would encourage you when you go into your prayer closet, begin to decree Yahweh's love, his light, his Zoe life by the blood covenant of Yeshua the Christ over you all the way to the depth of your cells, your soul, your body, your mind, your consciousness, every organ, every vessel in your body, in your makeup, mentally, spiritually, as well as physically, in this kingdom and the kingdom within, through the blood covenant of Yeshua, and let it take its perfect work. Well, how long do I need to do that? Oh, until it changes. And sometimes that could be minutes, sometimes that could be years. One thing Christians need to learn is to be steadfast and unmovable so Yahweh can do this perfected work in you. He wants to do a perfected work in you because you're forgiven. And by you forgiving others, you'll be free. Oh, Jesus right there. Can you feel that? Oh, God, that's shalom peace. Come on. He's bearing witness of the words I'm speaking to you. And I sense the spirit of shalom like a frequency coming through this broadcast, going into your traumas. Maybe the ones you don't even realize that happened to you. Right now, right now in the name of Yeshua, I remove traumas out of your soul 
out of your body, out of your mind, out of your cells by the light, the love, the Zoe life, and the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, your King, your Savior. He's the Lord that healeth thee. Father, heal them from all their hurts, all their pain. Heal their heart, that they have a heart of true repentance, true forgiveness, and take joy in it. Because we are the righteousness of God because of your mercy to forgive us. And we give it to you, Yahweh, right now in the name of Yeshua. There it is. Oh, right there. I release it. The shalom peace. Woo. Shalom peace. Come on, receive that. It don't matter if you don't feel nothing or, or, or don't feel nothing or do feel nothing or do feel something. Just right now, shalom peace is going over this broadcast. Just receive it by faith. Just say, I receive shalom peace over the traumas in my life, known and unknown through the blood covenant of Jesus. Right now. Well, once again, this is Sigma Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom. Shalom.